Welcome to Time of Restoration broadcast. We are so happy that you have tuned in and pray that something will be said to bless you, encourage your heart, lift your spirit, and increase your faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Again, this is a new day that the Lord hath made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. We thank God for his master plan of redemption. We thank God for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I thank God for communion and fellowship with him. I thank God that when we read his word, he's speaking to us through his word. When we're listening to messages and when we're listening to radio broadcasts and different uh, TV uh, shows, he is speaking to us. So we just thank God today for who he is. I thank God that, as, as, as uh, Merlin Hickey would say, I thank God for today being the best day of my life because Christ lives big on the inside of me. Aren't you happy about that? That this is the best day of our lives because Christ lives big on the inside of us. We were uh, doing a teaching on stay focused. And I had shared last week that the scripture text that I've read for this particular teaching was one of my husband's favorite scriptures. We had a banner in the church with the scripture on it. And the scripture is 1 Corinthians 15, verse 58. And it reads, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And that same scripture read in the Amplified reads as follows. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be firm, steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, always being superior, excelling, doing more than enough in the service of the Lord, knowing and being continually aware that your labor in the Lord is not futile. It is never wasted or to no purpose. So we thank God uh, for those scriptures. And our theme of this teaching is stay focused. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the opportunity, opportunity to come before your throne of grace. We thank God for your goodness. We thank God, as I stated before, for your master plan of redemption. God, tonight we are praying for the hearers that you would anoint each one. And we know that the Holy Spirit is our teacher. Every person is in a different place. And the Holy Spirit will instruct us as they hear the word of God based on where we are. And so, Lord, we are thanking you that the Holy Spirit would reach those where they are tonight. And Lord, we know that you're able to bring us out from the dunghill and save us to the uttermost. Lord, we know that you're able to bring people out of the drug houses 
We know you're able to take them out of the streets and give them housing. Those that are homeless, God, those that are victims of day and night that have been violated, God, you're able to raise them up. Hallelujah. God, we are praying for all people tonight, victims of day and night. We are binding the spirit of suicide. We are saying people shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. We are coming against the spirit of abortion. We are praying for the baby that does not have a voice. And we are praying that that mother will not give up that child, will not destroy that child's life. If she has to give the child up for adoption, let her carry that child full term. God, we are praying against the spirit of hatred and racism and strife and murder. God, we are praying for America. We are praying for uh, 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 the persecuted saints. Christians are being murdered, I mean, all over the world. And we are praying for the peace of Jerusalem. We are praying for our nation. We are praying for our government. We are praying, oh God, that blinded eyes will be opened. We are praying in the name of Jesus that stony hearts will be made hearts of flesh. God, we are praying that the weak will say that they are strong. And Lord, when we think that we are so weak, we are at our strongest point. Because you said, let the weak say that I am strong. And Lord, we thank you, oh God, that you became poor that we might become rich. And Lord, today we are praying, oh God, for those that are sick, those that are battling diseases. We are coming against uh, diabetes and from against cancer, against COVID. Lord, we are praying and we are sending forth your word to heal and to deliver. We are coming against the spirit of depression tonight. We bind the spirit of oppression. And we pray that people will be delivered and set free. But Lord, for this cause, you came into the world. For this cause you died, that the captives would be set free. So, Lord, tonight, we thank you. We give your name the praise. We give your name the glory. We pray that your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Hallelujah. We thank you for being, oh, God, the all-breasted one. Hallelujah. Oh, God, we thank you for being a God that's more than enough. We thank you for being our provider our keeper, our baptizer, and our friend. And we pray this, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And we thank God. And we just say that everybody that, that received this prayer in your homes, in your cause, just seal it with the amen. And we thank God for lives that, that are going to be touched on this morning or this evening. So again, we've been teaching from the lesson, Stay Focused. And, you know, we talked about different areas in which people were focusing on uh, reality shows and uh, focusing on the things that the enemy has said and have, uh, against you and so forth. We, we talked about the fact that uh, we considered the areas in which we need to stay focused. And point one was that we need to stay focused on the Great Commission. And we took uh, that from Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 20. B, we said we needed to stay focused with confidence on the assignment or destiny God has ordained for us. 
Philippians 1 and 6. We also said we need to stay focused on the future and release the past to the Lord. That was Philippians 3, 13. Where Paul says, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, for this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. We also, point two, we discuss if you can believe what God did for his son, you can believe what God says he can do for you. And in that, it was strictly a prophecy. We, we, said, we, we, can, we can actually prophesy over our lives. We can pray scripture. We can pray the word of God and believe that these things will transpire. The Bible says if we declare a thing, decree a thing, it shall come to pass. And in that prophecy, as I was praying last week, we says, uh, uh, I had said that some will go before kings and, and that you will not be intimidated when you go before kings and people in high positions. And that when you have to speak, God will open and word your mouth and give you what to say. That you, that you must no longer operate in fear, but in total faith in God. And anything that is dead in your life, God will resurrect it and bring back to life your dreams and aspirations, your joy and your confidence. And we talked about the fact that the way we talk is very important and the company we keep as well. We read 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 33 and 34. It says, be not deceived. Evil communication corrupt good manners. Awake to righteousness and sin not. But some have not the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. And so we also went into uh, or oh, has shared examples of those people that stayed focused and did not allow the enemy or people around them uh, to lose their focus. And, and we talked about Daniel, how he was thrown in a lion's den for praying. The devil wants to steal our prayer life and our worship. We talked about the widow who worried the unjust judge in Luke chapter 18. And tonight I, I share that I will be continuing the teaching, teaching you the importance as to why we must believe in the resurrection of Christ. And that's going to be our point four. Now, believing in the resurrection of Christ helps us not to sorrow like those who have no hope when losing our loved ones. Surely we will grieve and lament over them, but the word of God will give us comfort in the midst of our grief. Ask me how I know, because he is doing that for me. First Thessalonians 4 verses 13 through 18 says, let us know 
But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus, Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. I think back uh, in the in the uh, old the New Testament time, when in in the Bible days they used to greet each other, Maranatha, Maranatha, meaning Jesus is coming, you know, uh, for him to come soon, and he is coming back. I preached a message not too long ago in the church, you know, uh, the bridegroom cometh, ready or not. Here I come, and we know that we don't have to mourn like the like the world. You know, I, I've known people that have lost loved ones, and you know they didn't have a relationship with the Lord like maybe I maybe the way you have or other people have, or or like some Christians do have, and and they couldn't get over it. Just that death just took them down, just took them down. But we know that. We're going to see our loved ones again. And it said, look, look, if Jesus comes before in the rapture, look, we all, they're going to be ahead of us in the clouds. <laughs> so we just thank God that it's important that we know it, it is important to believe in the resurrection of Jesus Christ because it gives us hope. It gives us hope. Now, um, let's consider why Jesus had to die and be resurrected from the dead. Romans 4 verse 25 Who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification? 1 Corinthians 15 verses 17 through 19 and I'm going to start at uh, verse 17, First Corinthians 15, verses 17 through 19. It says, And if Christ be not raised, your faith is vain. Ye are yet in your sins. Then they also which are fallen asleep in Christ are perished. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable, worthy of pity. Paul told Timothy in 2 Timothy 3 verse 12, Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution, 
just think about all of the suffering you go through on this planet Earth. And if this was all we had to look forward to, we might as well give up. And if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain? Your faith is also vain? According to 1 Corinthians 15:14, it says, Therefore, stay focused on his death, burial, and resurrection. As you continue to be steadfast and always abounding in the work of the Lord. Second Peter 3.14 says, Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace without spot and blameless. Second Peter chapter 3 deals with exhortations and to steadfastness. Scoffers, one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us ward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So it's important that we believe in the resurrection because if we believe in the resurrection, we have hope. You know, we don't have to be hopeless when we lose our loved ones. So that was my point six is we must stay focused on the work of the Lord because we are called to work and to serve God in his kingdom. We need not compare ourselves with one another because we are all the same in the eyes of the Lord. First Corinthians 3 and 8 states, Now he that planteth and he that watereth are one, and every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. We shall be rewarded according to our faithfulness. Hallelujah. The soul winners, Daniel chapter 3, uh, Daniel 12, verse 3. And it says, And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn men into righteousness as the stars forever and ever. So these are the soul winners. The Lord is going to reward us for our faithfulness. The humble servants. Matthew 10, 42. And whosoever shall give to drink unto one of these little ones a cup of cold water only in the name of a disciple, verily, I say unto you, ye shall in no wise lose his reward. See, people don't even realize it's a blessing to give water to a, a pastor or an evangelist or anyone in the house of the Lord. The faithful stewards, Matthew 25, 23. His Lord said unto him, well done, good and faithful servant. Thou has been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. 
enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. The benevolent, those that give to help the poor. Luke 6.35 But love ye your enemies, and do good, and lend, hoping for nothing again. And your reward shall be great, and ye shall be the children of the highest. For he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. The good of all nations. Romans 2 and 10. But glory, honor, and peace to every man that worketh good. To the Jew first and also to the Gentile. And I just want you to know working good cannot save you. Doing good things cannot save you. Uh, the, the, the only thing that can save us is to accept Jesus, to accept his death, his burial, and his resurrection. So we can be ever so good. It was a, a, a rich young man came to Jesus wanted to know what he needed to do to inherit the kingdom of God. And, and so when, when he was told what he needed to do, sell all that he had and give to the poor, he, he, he went away sorrowful. Because money had him, you see. And we cannot allow money to have us or things to have us. You know, because when it's all said and done, all those things are just things and left behind for somebody else to enjoy or to be thrown out in the trash or the garbage. Okay, all ranks and stations. Ephesians 6 and 8. Knowing that whatsoever good thing any man doeth, the same shall he receive of the Lord, whether be bond or free. So we have to remember to stay focused. Stay focused. Do not lose your peace. Don't allow the enemy to steal from you. Be steadfast, unmovable. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. I'll never forget one time I was going to uh, a person's home and uh, the person's husband, when I got there, had, had gone into the bathroom and shot up with, with drugs. And the wife was so distraught over the fact that he had done this thing. And, and so, and I had gone, you know, to minister to them and and when that happened you know as i was leaving and coming back home that scripture dropped in my spirit and the lord let me know therefore my beloved brethren be steadfast unmovable always abounding in the work of the lord for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the lord so we, we see here that the enemy is at work. You know, he's in work in the lives of people. And he, the enemy wanted to discourage me, but he just let me know, be steadfast, be steadfast. And I believe later on, this person did accept the Lord. You see, he did accept the Lord. He had some struggles throughout his walk with the Lord, but he did accept the Lord. So we want to be encouraged tonight and don't forfeit your peace. And you will not forfeit your peace when you stay focused. 
So tonight, if there's anyone that would like to accept Jesus as your personal Savior, if you would pray this prayer with me. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come to you, a sinner, in need of a Savior. Come and live on the inside of me. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me of all of my sins. Cleanse me. Justify me. Purify me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. And write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Be my Lord, my Savior, and my friend. If you've prayed that prayer, give us a call. The angels in the heavens are rejoicing over every soul that repents on this planet Earth. So if you prayed that prayer, let someone know. Tell your mother, your father, your siblings. Let someone know that you accepted Jesus as your personal Savior. And if you would like prayer, give us a call at 856 629-1764. We will be happy to pray with you and we're looking forward to hearing from you. If you would like to visit our church, we're located 403 Andrews Road, Sickleville, New Jersey, 08081. Our services are now starting at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings. You'll be so happy to have you. If you would like to be a blessing to our radio broadcast, you can make a check payable out to Time of Restoration and mail it to Post Office Box 113, Sickleville, New Jersey, 08081. Whatever you do, don't forfeit your peace, stay focused, and always remember to tell someone about Jesus, for Jesus is Lord. Jesus the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus the same. Said there's no variableness or shadow of turning in him. I mean, we meet people that are mooted, they're up and they're down, they're one way, they're another way, but Jesus the same today and forever. And we thank God that there's no variableness or shadow of turning in him. He's able to save to the utmost. So always remember, tell someone about Jesus because Jesus is Lord.